came out of university, I did product design, and um, I really liked the product visualization side of things. So we we learned how to do some SolidWorks and stuff and some rendering. Uh, so when I came out of university, I started doing focusing on the 3D design aspect and 3D sculpting, 3D modeling. Um, and I was doing graphic design for just in the music industry. So I was doing, for example, like short animations and album covers. When COVID hit, uh, obviously there was a lot less work in the industry. So people were canceling tours, canceling merch and like postponing music videos, etc. Um still wanted to do something kind of in the realm of the 3D design, 3D aspect and sculpting side of things. I kind of just sat down one day and was like just scrolling through Instagram and I saw some jewelry and I was like, you know what, I think I could probably do that. So I kind of dedicated six months, well, close to a year actually, of just kind of figuring things out, teaching myself mostly, um, a lot of trial and error. But yeah, that's how I ended up kind of starting this brand. What inspires your jewellery? Because it seems quite like an alternative type of style. Is that on purpose or has something inspired it specifically? Yeah. So um, I see my jewellery as more like art. In the jewellery industry, it's kind of common to judge a piece based on the materials used, but I, I just disagree with that. For example, like you wouldn't judge a painting based off the cost of the acrylics or the canvas. So I wanted to kind of create art that people weren't really making and kind of one-off jewellery that only I could supply so that kind of had a bit more meaning rather than the sum of its parts. I've seen that you've worked with the likes of celebrities like Demi Lovato. How did that all come about? Um, so, I mean, some of the smaller celebrities I reached out to personally, but... Um, so I was making one for someone that'd show their friend and then they would contact me and I'd get like an Instagram DM randomly or wake up with a new follower. And then for Demi Lovato, et cetera, I, actually, I think I reached out to her fiance a while back and um, he ordered a custom ring off of me. He said that his missus, well, his partner had seen um, a, a pair of earrings I'd done. So I ended up making a pair for her. I don't know if she's ever worn them, but <laughs> she asked for them, so I made them. What's your favourite thing to make in terms of jewellery? Oh, so I have this Cerberus piece that I it's probably favourite to make purely because it's one of them of those things where I kind of make it and every time I, I look at it and I'm like, Do you know what, this is pretty cool because I think as an artist it's quite common for people to kind of hate their own work. Um, no, it's, it's, it's one of the pieces I make where I look at it and I'm like, I think I've done something good here. And is every process different depending on the different pieces of jewellery you're making or is it all kind of the same thing? But as you said before, I guess it is different because of the material you are using. My jewellery is normally the same unless you're doing chains or something or something with stones. So for a standard piece, they like a standard ring just in a material. So you do the 3D sculpt or carve it in wax and then you do a lost wax um, Casting, then that's that's the same for platinum, silver, and gold. Once that's cast, you do the clean up, and then if there's stones, you have to set the stones, which is own kind of ball game. Uh, is it specifically different to 
for every piece of jewellery in terms of making it, in terms of how long it takes you to make it? Oh, yes. I mean, so for example, I did a piece for a rapper um, and he wanted every chain link to be 916 because his name was 916 Frosty. (laughs) And I had to sit there and I think it took about 20 hours to solder every single individually. And then I also had to set, I think, about 50 or 60 small pieces of topaz and then a blue diamond. So. Yeah, stuff like that takes a very long time, but that's normally just the manual labor of setting stones and kind of and engraving as well takes a while. But mm-hmm. um, just cleaning up a casting is not too long, um, maybe a few hours, but it's labor-intensive part is normally the, the sculpting and the designing. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, I, I both wax carve and I use 3D modeling on a software called ZBrush. Um, both of those do take a while. Yeah. to get it right as well where do you um source all of your materials from are they just are they easy to source these types of things to make jewelry or? oh yeah so um i have so for my gold and silver um that's all recycled gold and silver and then for my stones um i have a connection in hatton garden who sells me ethical um so ethically mined stones and fair trade stones. And then I also have um, or recycled stones as well is a good one. Like, so for example, scrap piece of jewelry from like the 1900s or something, like the, it'll get melted down and they'll take the stones out and then those stones get auctioned off. Mm-hmm. Um, actually leaning towards upgrown at the moment. Um, so for example, like man-made diamonds, etc. Yeah. Uh, purely because it just has less impact on the environment. How, like, what? what's your favourite thing to make? What's your favourite piece of jewellery you make? Um, I, I really like to work in anything in gold. Um, see, it's a bit tough, so I don't really get any custom orders in gold, but just the way it shines, like, in a light once you've made it, just um, anything in gold is just, also, much forget more forgiving material, mm-hmm. especially for casting. So with silver, you'll get a lot more like porosity, which is where gases get into the metal and just a big mess, and you end up with little holes all over it. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, gold's a very f- forgiving material, and it's also just got a much nicer finish.